Mystery Family, this is part three of Nehemiah chapter 10. Yesterday we talked about how there's a public um, declaration of God by all the signees of the Israelites. And now we're going to look at the public commitments um, that the individuals uh, or the people of God, uh, when they say that they're committed to the Lord, it's not just something that they do in private, but it has some sort of externalness to it. Again, this is not like a workspace salvation. I'm not saying that you need to work your way to heaven. I'm saying that if you are saved, you will do good works. This is a, a general understanding that we are called to bear fruit. Um, and we're called to be lights in the world. And, and in order to do that, there has to be something in our life that makes us want to live out our Christian life before non-Christians. Um, I think ten, there's a tendency for us to want to do things strictly to, uh, with other Christians. And that, that's not wrong. But we are not mindful of the fact that we are here for mission, and that is to save sinners, which would be the ambassador of the Lord to, uh, to call people to repentance. Now, uh, today's lesson is going to be on the public commitment in that the Israelites were committed to obey God's word and uh, even willing to take the consequence if they don't. Uh, verse 28 to 31 of chapter 10. Now the rest of the people, the priests, the Levites, the gatekeepers, the singers, the temple servants, and all those who have separated themselves from the people of the lands to the law of God, their wives, their sons, and their daughters, all those who had knowledge and understanding, are joining with their kinsmen, their nobles, and are taking on themselves a curse and an oath to walk in God's law, which was given through Moses, God's servant, and to keep and to observe all the commandments of God, our God, and his ordinances and his statutes. And that we will not give our daughters to the peoples of the land or take their daughters of our sons, for our sons, sorry. For the people of the land who bring wares or any grains on the Sabbath day to sell will not buy from them on the Sabbath or a holy day, and we will forego the crops of the seventh year and the exaction of every debt. So it's interesting because now everyone's here. Everyone's gathered together after all the leaders signed this thing. All the leader, all the, after all the leaders signed this document, all of the rest of the congregation, the rest of the people came and they started uh, acknowledging that they understand what they heard. Uh, it said that all the ones have knowledge. That, that means that even children are able are here and they're saying that they want to follow God. They want to follow everything. They even want to take the, the curse in verse 29. They're going to take this oath and that if there's a that, that they know that they've been blessed by God because of their faithfulness and they're willing to take the cursing by God if they choose to stay away from it. Uh, if they choose not to obey God's uh, word, then they're willing to take the suffering consequences of it. You notice it's saying to keep and to observe all the commandments. This is commandments in the scriptures, usually things that are describing like right and wrong, things that you need to do, like command like thou shalt not kill. That's the type of commandments. Uh, when it, uh, here, when it sees ordinances, these are uh, 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 kind of like this, the religious type things that you do. Um, you know, so like offering sacrifices or uh, staying away from the leper or, or not doing all the religious type the spiritual type rules that they're going to observe all those things and statues are the means by which people go about these things so um you know old testament they'll say things like here's how you're supposed to offer a sacrifice or here's what you need to do when you make a transaction or whatever they're going to follow each and every single one of those things and they said here as well that they don't want to give their kids into marrying other people of other lands um or again this is not a racial issue but it's um it's a religious issue they don't want their people to be corrupted by another person's religion again this is all part of god's command that you're not supposed to marry into other people's uh, group not because of a race thing but because their religious will draw people away from the lord 
so when we look at that, we see that the importance of following God's word and the and the blessing that comes with it. Um, and when we look at this, we see that uh, as uh, as they uh, wanted to give, they did the, all these things here are actually external things. They're doing external things to let people know that um, they are committed to the Lord. And in their faithfulness externally, it points to the fact that their God matters more than the, 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 the ways of the world. And yes, and we can naturally see the, the implication, application in our own life. Just like the Israelites are called to faithfully live out their life outside uh, by committing to the Lord inside, we're to do the same thing. When we commit our lives to the Lord internally, when we, when we t behold God's goodness and understand His Word, uh, the natural result is that we will be a light to the world. Matthew 5 tells us that we need to let people see our good works. It's not just simply that we proclaim uh, that we're Christians and that's it. I think part of the weakness of individuals and even in terms of the Christian um, and Christianity as a whole is that we, we're too recluse. We like to hide the light that uh, that that we're that we're supposed to be. Um, you know, this you know the, when I'm listening to one of my kids' songs, it's like uh, this little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. And I think that's true for Christians. We are supposed to outwardly demonstrate the fact that there's something unique about us. We're supposed to do good things. This may require a lot of us to live uncomfortably. Uh, being willing to spend time with a stranger or to follow up with people that we are uncomfortable with, but with the purpose, with the intent uh, of trying to win them to Christ, it should be this should be something that we're willing to let go of. Whatever comforts that we may have, we're willing to let go of those things for the sake of the gospel because Jesus is worth it. Uh, first, in, first Peter two, verse twelve says this: Keep your behavior excellent among the Gentiles, so that in the thing in which they slander you as evildoers. They may, because of your good deeds, that they observe them, glorify God in the day of visitation. James chapter 2, verse 1. I'm sorry, James chapter 2, verse 14. It says, uh, this is a famous verse, uh, something that we know of. Uh, what use is it, my brethren, if someone says he has faith, but he has no works? Can the faith save him? If a brother or sister is without clothing and in need of daily food, and um, and one of you says to him, go in peace, be warned, and be filled, and yet you do not give them what is what is necessary for their body what use is that even so if it has no worth it's dead being by itself yet this is even in the context of the church the church here and, and when james talked about there's they were they were not love they were not a loving group of people they uh, cared for their own um uh, their own security they they uh, loved those that are wealthy and they didn't care for everyone else their love was inconsistent uh, and again as christians that should not be our case we should first and foremost yes love those in the church but also if we claim to be followers god there should be consistency in our life as we show love to those outside the church as well you know when i think about our outreach program it is something that we can grow in and develop in. Now I know some of you are faithfully doing these things. You guys are reaching out to the community. You guys are figuring out ways to build relationships with those outside the church. And those things are good. And I hope that you continue to do those things. Uh, may you find ways in which you do good. Again, the, the reason why you do good is not to obtain a salvation. is not a way for you to gain some self-glory, but it's because you... You, you have this love that's that's reflective of God's love for other people and you and you do good things um, and I think the easiest for us for you know just just your neighbors you know just love be be like a light to our neighbors uh, people in our church in SFBC we're scattered all over 
um, we are uh, all over the peninsula, and some are even in the East Bay. Uh, that's that's if, if you if you see each and every single one of us, God strategic, strategically placing us there to um, to to be a, like missionaries. Then you're then and then you're then you'll see that there's like in like a purpose of where you live. If God is sovereign, where uh, and God is in control of all things, then where you are is where God wants you to be. And if this is where God wants you to be, wherever you are, you need to be mindful of your surroundings. Look at the people in your life. When you go out to your neighbors, when you go outside, do you see your neighbors? Do you know their names? Can you other needs that they have um, that you could try to meet? You know, other like. You know, other ways that you can connect with them so that they can see your good works. Um, again, this is not for self-glory, but it's intended and designed with the intent to draw people to Christ. I hope that this is helpful. Because again, this is part two, that our lives as a Christian have to have some public commitment, that internally we commit our lives to the Lord, and that's demonstrated in, our, in the way that we commit to caring for those out, outside of us, both inside and outside the church. So that's it for today. Tomorrow we're going to look at something that pastors hate talking about, and that is uh, giving. <laughs> um, I, yeah, that's not something that pastors enjoy talking about because it's kind of almost like conflict of interest. But as you look at this text, I think we can draw some uh, principles from that. So yesterday we learned about the public declaration of, of, of God's people and their commitment to the Lord in um and following him and then uh, today we'll learn about how there is a public commitment as well in the deeds that they do good things in the sense of submitting to God and his word and it has external ramifications and tomorrow we're going to look at the public offering uh, to the Lord and to those that um, work in ministry thanks for listening I hope this is helpful take care and have a good day mm-hmm.